the you kind of like this guy, but when you can't decide between the filet o fish or the Big Mac, and he says, I'll get you both. Thank you. You definitely <laughs> like this guy meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bald Move TV, the officially unofficial podcast for all of television and where we ponder the most important question of our lifetime. Who won the week? This is a diminished week. Three three episodes, three television shows have entered. Only two will leave the ring this week because leftovers is done. Oh, okay. <laughs> so between yeah. uh, we we had the a Better Call Saul episode Fall, uh, the penultimate episode of both these televisions. That's true. And, yeah. Uh, the the penultimate episode of season three of Fargo. Uh, what what was that? Agapio? Arapio? Uh, P- Aporia. Aporia. Yeah. Uh, who won the week, Jim? Huh. This is probably the closest it's ever been because you always had the the ringer of the leftovers, right? And they those were these were both really excellent episodes. Did, did, did the leftovers ever not win a week with you? I know they didn't win one in in, in favor of a Fargo week for me. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been the Matt week mm, didn't win right. it for me because okay. I was All less right. than thrilled with the a good chunk of that episode. All right, um, but. Yeah, I mean, The Ringer was always the leftovers. So these shows both had really good episodes, I thought, this week. Mm-hmm. One of them, difficult to watch, yes, but important and also, you know, captivating. I mean, it's even negative emotions when watching a show can be a positive for the show, right? And yeah. and I felt like Better Call Saul really hammered home how much we, we should we should not like this character yeah as much as we do um and then fargo had a really excellent episode kind of all around i mm-hmm. think there was you know maybe um some small stuff i, I don't know i mean i i want to try and judge this more as an episode not as like what it does to the season yeah um the gloria developments were good i wanted i wanted to know more about her since episode 1 i've now got some more um, I thought the Emmett stuff was really, really strong, and Nikki, Nikki blew me away this week. So yeah, I think probably this week it goes to Fargo. If I had to just go with my gut right now, I agree because you you hit on something about what a part of this job is how much you enjoyed something, and sure. while I felt very strong emotion and I felt like that the better call saw the 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 mani- manipulation of poor Irene um and to a lesser yeah. extent Nacho's father uh-huh. was heart-wrenching and I felt a lot of genuine emotion that that I might not even have felt on on Fargo. Yeah. Uh it was not fun to watch. Uh-huh. It was very brutal um and f- whereas f- on Fargo Fargo was a lot of fun to watch. Like this, this Nikki and Mr. Wrench traveling road show is top notch. I love yep. the musical number that accompanies it. Uh, they have built this Varga character into a mythological villain mm-hmm. that is kind of uh, amazing to watch. And they are also, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's action, there's humor. There's just, like you said, the performance of, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, I think it's his finest to date, and he's had a lot of good performances. And some of it was like stunt kind of like twin camera trick performances, mm-hmm. which I don't think are the easiest thing in the world to do when you're playing off yourself. It's not even there. Sure. But his his confession scene with Gloria. He's used to it, though. He was, was really amazing. He, he was in Star Wars. 
He's yeah. used to interacting with things that aren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I, I saw him hug a forearm uh, <laughs> fry cook. Right. Uh, that that uh, and sell it kinda. But yeah, I, I think he just did amazing. Like that's some of the best work he's done in the show, and also yeah. I think it's one of the best written pieces uh, in a season that's got a lot of best, a lot of well written monologues. Yeah, when you talk about well written, I mean Varga stands yeah. out for sure. Yeah. But Emmett held his own in this episode. He did. And they set a – and it's, it's very rare that I don't have an inkling of what's going to happen in a final episode. Mm-hmm. But, boy, Fargo is really delivering on that front. Yeah. But um, I also don't want to give Better Call Saul short shrift because I feel like a lot of the stuff that, that I've said uh, about um, – especially about not knowing what's going to happen. Like, I honestly don't know what this final episode of, of uh, Better Call Saul is going to look like. Yeah. I mean, the stuff they did with Kim in Better Call Saul was, I, I ha, I, my hat's off to the editor of this thing. Like, yeah. you know, I, I was always throwing kudos at Kelly Dixon mm-hmm. during Breaking Bad's editing because I think she contributed in a huge way mm-hmm. to the success of that show. I think Skip, I think his last name is McDonald, mm-hmm. uh, is doing a, just an incredible job here. Um, the way they edited that final scene blew me away. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're right. The the visceral sort of negative reaction I have to watching Saul be Saul in the worst way possible is overshadowed by the joy I feel with Nikki being Nikki, right? Yeah, you're right. It's it's um, better call Saul is kind of a bummer. Now, it's intentionally yeah. a bummer. It's supposed sure. to be a bummer. I think if you got a heart, it, it, it hits you in that spot. And that's not valuable but if we're splitting hairs between the quality of these these shows then i gotta i gotta go with uh with fargo okay um, fargo it'd be unanimously it'd be interesting to see what they do end up doing that uh with 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 next week yeah uh do you have anything else you want to say or can i do interject uh, another topic uh i have not seen last week's silicon valley is that about to end it is. I think next week's the finale. Next week? Okay, maybe we'll do it next week. We'll oh, talk man. A little bit about that. Okay, I don't want to spoil you on it because, um, yeah, I can't say anything without spoiling you <laughs> okay. on it. Okay. Uh, All right. I've seen the first six episodes of this season's House of Cards. House of Cards. All right. I heard you were nonplussed. Uh, the first couple episodes, the first episode or two, I mean, it's... I don't think I'd had seen it the last time we talked. I'd heard people talking about it. Oh, okay. Um, I, it, this show is ridiculous. And as it, it's, it seems like it's trying to be both an answer to what's currently going on in politics because they've got this, you know, stand in for Putin mm-hmm. who is taking advantage of this electoral, uh, you know, craziness that's going on with Frank doing a bunch of hmm. false flag operations where uh, he's, he's, he's stoking domestic fears of terrorism to, as in a desperate bid to, to, to cling to the presidency. But, the, 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 I mean, it's just some of the old magic's missing. Like, every single episode, Frank, Claire, and Doug goes in and swings their dicks. I, I know that Claire doesn't have one, but she, she, she does somehow. <laughs> swings their dicks in front of powerful businessmen, uh, political <laughs> people, just beats them around the heads and shoulders, and it uh-huh. always works. Yeah. Even when there's no real leverage that they have at this point. And that's that's the ridiculous part. The yeah. thing that's amazing though is it still kind of works. Yeah. 
it's really fun to see Kevin Spacey chew the the the, the scenery. It's really fun to see Robin Wright just lithely moving from scene to scene. Um, it sounds fun to, to see Stamper stamping. I hear he's, Stamper he stamps. is stamping out of control. He's yeah. trying to stamp over Neve Campbell, and she's not having any of it. He's also stamping harder, but delivering half as much. And uh-huh. Frank called him on the carpet and questioned his loyalty, which Stamper rightly rightfully started stamping around the Oval Office. He got mad. Uh Oh but man, it's just, I gotta, I kind of have to watch it. It's fun. It's just, but yeah. you're just gonna like, I la- I belly laugh two or three times at p- things that I don't even, I can't even tell what they w- expect me to swallow. Right at this point, because there's just some really shameful shit, and uh, it's also, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I guess at first it was really hard to have fun watching a, a political television show. The first episode. <laughs> The first episode, Frank comes in to a heated uh, 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 house meeting with all the the House of Representatives as the president and demands them to declare war on terrorism. I saw that. I tried to halfway background watch the first episode. Yeah. It didn't work. Just because he wore his congressional pin and like there's just like there's no – I mean – as as crazy as American politics has gotten right now, and it's gotten fucking bonkers, mm-hmm. there's just some shit that's still like. Can you imagine? Is it supposed to be satire? Like I, that's the thing. Like I I do not know what is supposed to be funny and what's not because yeah. it's just like Claire, poor Donald Blythe, who has been Francis's whipping boy since, since season, season one. one. She try. She makes him hit her whipping boy. And the thing is, is I in this latest episode I watched is like episode five or six. Uh, Will Conroy is that his name? Conway, the the, the other bid for president, yeah, the, yeah. the Republican governor is running for president. He's turned into like the fucking Phantom of the Opera, has he? And he he threatens his campaign staffer, like the the the, the Doug Stamper equivalent, who I think is also the CEO of Polyhop, which is the Google stand-in. And that, is that that's not the jazz guy, right? The jazz guy. No, that's yeah, the, the that's, that, that's the guy who's the NSA. Like he like he's the okay. elite hacker data yeah, analyst yeah. that's somehow Wait, infiltrated. No, NSA. not Jimmy Simpson. No, I know. I know. Okay, okay. The, yeah, the the, the, the jazz guy looking weird guy. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, government issue face man is that a big play? But it, wow, I, I'm saying this. Uh, Claire took Donald Blythe and just for no good reason gave this speech right before he's supposed to go into the house and like marshal up a, a, a vote for her and says you're a spineless and you're ineffective and we've taken advantage of you and we've lied to you and you've been principled and but uh, and, and 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 you're you're dumb just as dumb as your dumb dead wife and that's like a direct <laughs> quote it goes on this two-minute thing and he just takes it i'm like who and then later on, the CEO of Google tells Will Conroy, he treats him like a child, oh, says, if you ever talk to me like this, you will never win an election again. I'm like, I, I, who is who is the most powerful person in this show anymore? Yeah. Because it seems like it's this 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 Oribus snake that just of power that just keeps eating itself. And mm-hmm. now, like, like, you know, Claire and Frank went at each other really hard last year, and, you know, then they broke up, and then they didn't broke up, and then there's elaborate sex death fantasy, and then they came strong another. But now they're starting to make it seem like Claire is plotting against him to replace him as president. Hmm. Okay. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, sounds like it. Putin's got a beard? <laughs> Putin's got a full-on Matt beard from The Leftovers now. Wow. 
But it's it, it's it's really stupid, and the writing's terrible, and it's so soapy. Like, like I was even talking to Cecily. It's like the way this thing is cut and edited, where you'll just like randomly cut away to Doug Stamper in bed with the, you know, person he screwed out of a liver or whatever a kidney. Do you remember that 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 plot line where the president got I, shot and he needed a I liver, do. so he yeah. pushed the president to the top of the list, and he started sleeping with that dead man's wife, right? Like that's, right. that's a weird thing, and they they'll. I just it's it's really strange. Yeah, no, it sounds bonkers. I I kind of just I, I wish there was a way to background watch it and follow the plot because the plot does. It's get, impossible. Yeah, it gets too too twisty, right? Like and plus, it's like so much. It's so no action and all dialogue that yeah. that's it confounds your attempts because you you can back but you'll find thirty minutes like what the hell like there's two people I don't even recognize screaming at each other. And yeah, it's all. It, it, it's all relevant, and I, I don't know, but it's yeah. just so weird because it's just like they they seem to want to put Frank. Plus, there's this like the the line of the the series is um, Frank and Claire are plotting essentially destroying America and installing a monarchy. And Frank goes on this speech where it's like it's going to be Underwood 2016, Underwood 2020, Underwood 2024, uh-huh. Underwood 2028. And he keeps and he goes up to the 30s <laughs> and then he goes one nation Underwood. <laughs> Like, how the fuck do they think they're going to get away with that? And I'm just howling Oh, that's laughing. amazing. But yeah. it is amazing. And, and Kevin is. Spacey, no one has told him he's no longer on a prestige drama. Right. He's still doing his Spacey thing. He's still thing. breaking the fourth wall. I think I – think, Wow. I think, um, I think Claire's starting to break the fourth wall too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I think she actually because because, you know, in the last episode yeah, where yeah. they both looked that straight in the camera uh-huh. and I know she's done that again. I think she actually said I think she actually said something like I've been waiting to talk and she actually spoke to the audience. I don't know because I'm watching these super late and half the time I'm I'm in my cups. Uh, but I feel like she broke the fourth wall. It's it's just gonzo, but it's super inter- it's super entertaining. Wow. It's like late stage True Blood. Yeah, like this show used to take itself seriously. And, you know, whether it's a reaction to the political climate or whether they just this has gone on to my opinion, this has gone on two seasons too long. Um, yeah, I just can't I can't justify 13 hours right now. You know, well, the other thing is I, I can maybe a few months from now. Yeah. Late summer, early fall. But, yeah. And, and Hammer Hammer's got this special commission on investigating the president. And he's got this up and coming hotshot young guy who's able to like get people to talk and confess, and mm-hmm. and um, he gets this. He he picks up something that Hammer completely missed about like this Rachel Doug Stamper thing and brings it to Hammer, and Hammer throws him out of his office and fires him mm-hmm. because he broke some minor. Li- and I'm like, what the hell? He's got his integrity, man. That's all Does Hammer's he? got left. I mean, but he didn't break anything, do anything unethical. It's like, I don't uh, know. I feel like that Hammer's problem is he just hates young people. <laughs> you know? He might, yeah. Because that was the, th- the whole thing. Like, he got, he he, he couldn't, mm-hmm. un- he couldn't, ha- was it Chloe? Who was the? Yeah, Kate, Kate Mara, is that her yeah, name? Yeah, well, what was her name? Zoe. Zoe. Yeah. It feels like that, like, he, she, she manipulated him into calling her a whore, and that got him fired. Like, he's just, like, he's so easy to play. Like, I can't take him serious as a, as a serious, hard-bitten journalist when so many people, uh, you know, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but uh, Remy has got, you know, he's won an Oscar and uh, for for Moonlight, and he's, he's, he's too big for the show now. He's gone. So is uh, 
the woman who was playing uh, Jackie. Jackie, yeah, yeah, she's gone now. Um, the cast is kind of kind of is now all Conways and the CEO of Google and 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 Stamper and and Claire and huh. yeah, and and the Hammer. Yeah, might be time to stamp that show. I wonder because I, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably finish it over the next week, and I, I'm I next. I, I'm hoping to finish by the next installment of this, so I can give you a like a temperature about whether like it's finally dead or not. Yeah, but yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, anytime you want to talk about it, I'm up for it because okay. it is it is hilarious. So, all right, that's all I got to talk about for this week. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week for the for the final the final who won the week. Yeah. Will it be Better Call Saul? Will it be Fargo? Who knows? Winner takes all. Winner t- <laughs> Winner takes all the imaginary Who won the season? Makes all the imaginary ball uh, takes all the imaginary ball move points. Mm-hmm. Uh but we'll see you we'll see you then. Later. <laughs>